kick off hour number two of the program. It's brought to you by the Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union. Check them out online at tvacreditunion.com. Tennessee's bracket is the East. Uh, Purdue's your one seed. They got, uh, they'll play one of the play-in games that uh, is happening on Tuesday uh, between Texas Southern and FDU, Fairleigh Dickinson. Then below that, you got Memphis and FAU in the 8-9 game. And then Tennessee's pod from Orlando is Duke versus Oral Roberts. The reason Tennessee got the 9-40 tip time, by the way, is CBS wanted Duke at 7-10. I will say I'm very excited about the broadcast team. Very excited. Oh, yeah, we got Kevin Harlan, right? Kevin Harlan on the play-by-play. There's no one better. He's so good. Well, I won't say no one. He's one of the best. I've heard him get accused of being too excited when he calls football games. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? Well, you can't be too excited in the and NCAA tournament. And it's a five-yard run by, you know, and you're, yeah. people are like, okay, it's a five-yard run. It's like, well, he's excited. In but, ba- he's great in basketball. Dan Bonner is the color guy, and I don't know if you know who that is, but I grew up, you know, watching a lot of ACC basketball, um, and he was always – a color guy for a ton of those ACC games, and I don't know where I don't know what he does during the year. I, I'm assuming he's on NBA. Dan Bonner does NBA mm-hmm. men's basketball and NBA. Okay, um, but he used to do all the the eight, the big ACC games when I was growing up, and uh, he's just he's he's really good, um, really good at breaking down the X's and O's and uh kind of what each team's trying to accomplish in special situations, late game stuff. I mean I remember like remember him on the call for ACC tournament games back in the day when there were only eight or eight and then nine teams in the league. And I mean that the the quarterfinal day of ACC basketball was just always insane. Um so anyway, we got a great broadcast crew, nine forties or tip time. Uh, Stan Van Gundy. I think there's three Yeah, yeah, another there. color guy. Uh, and he's former NBA coach. But. I think Stan's pretty good. Jeff is the one I'm picturing. Stan's his brother. He's had yeah. the mustache. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's pretty good. But I can't really remember. Obviously, he does NBA stuff. But uh, I, I mean, any team, any team you we're gonna draw is gonna have something going for them. I mean, that's why they either won their conference or got in as an at-large. Mm-hmm. So I mean. Yeah, they've got a former five-star center, 6'11", 225. Uh, that's just the way it's going to be. And then after that, you're going to play a Duke team that's, you know, a lot of people have said they've kind of found themselves. We we see this every year, though, where everybody's like, oh, this team's hot. They're going to and, – and a lot of times being hot coming in the tournament doesn't really matter. It's not that it means you're going to be cold in the tournament. It just – it just is kind of a wash. Like sometimes the team that's hot coming off the conference tournament stays hot. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't. You just never really know. Right. So, uh, you know, if, if Tennessee's able, Tennessee does play Duke, and they're able to kind of lock them down defensively, you, you Tennessee could have a great shot to advance the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, or Roberts, a lot of people are pretty high on them as a kind of a Cinderella pick coming in. They get a twelve seed, twelve over five is the classic kind of spot where those big upsets start to happen. Did you guys see that in the last, like, 10 years? No, it's the last 12 years, I think it was. The 11 has won more games over the 6 than the 6 has won over the 11. Really? Yeah. 
So, like, historically, the hmm. six still leads that matchup. But it said since 2010, hmm. the 11 actually has a winning record over the sixes in the tournament, which is pretty wild. Uh, so, dropping down to in Tennessee's bracket, that's Kentucky and Providence, 6-11. Hmm. Uh, Kentucky lost to Vanderbilt in the SEC tournament. If Kentucky loses to Providence, this will be the first class at Kentucky to graduate without winning an NCAA tournament game. We're using the term graduate loosely, but I know what you, you mean. Yeah, senior class. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kentucky, Providence, 6 11. Uh, then they'll, they're matched up with Kansas State and Montana State. And then you've got uh, Michigan State, USC in the 7 10 game. And Marquette, Vermont in the two versus 15. According to Kim Palm, Tennessee has the fourth best odds. No, I'm sorry, the sixth best odds to win the national championship. What? Yep. Six best. I thought you were going to say fourth to uh, make the final four. And I was like, well, out of their bracket. I was like, well, that makes sense. They're the fourth seed. No, we have a, according to Kim Palm, 20.8% chance of making the final four. Yeah, the problem with the Kim Palm numbers is it's. Taking on the whole season. You know what I mean? Nate. Yeah. Just reading the numbers. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate you bringing those numbers to the show. Uh, best odds to win it all Houston, followed by Alabama, UCLA, Purdue, Texas, and Tennessee. I know Kentucky wouldn't have been there, but like, would you have rather been in the Kansas State slot and play Montana State and then get a six seed team and then? Like, like, I feel like the dropping from three to four was a big deal. But you expected it, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I all the a lot of the experts still had as a as a three, but I think the committee actually got it right. Like we, I we are not. I was I was stunned that we stayed at a three on Lenardi's like bracket. bracket. I yeah. was just like, um, I mean, I guess I get it, but what we did then, and then losing Zakai and how we played since losing him, yeah. I just I, th- I thought. We'd get dropped to a four. That felt inevitable. I feel like you got the two seed you wanted as well, though, in our bracket. Wouldn't you say, on our side there? Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, if you could have been the three, you're playing the two to, you know, go the Elite Eight. I mean, now you're playing yeah. Purdue in the Sweet 16 if you get that far. But, I mean,. The reason the Sweet 16 is such a big deal and the Elite Eight for most fan bases really isn't. It's just because of the timing. Like, you make the Sweet 16 by winning this four-team tournament this first weekend. Mm-hmm. And then the Elite Eight and going to the Final Four are back-to-back. So, like, if you've been the three and you – let's say you had to beat Marquette first, then Purdue. Like, okay, now you yeah. just have to beat Purdue and then Marquette. Like, if, the, if that's the way it shakes down, it probably even won't. Um, I mean, Michigan State, you know, is down there. You, you never know how how well they can play in March. 25 straight NCAA tournament appearances for Tom Izzo and the Spartans. Pretty good. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty good. I mean, Kansas State's a good basketball team. They could come out of there. Kentucky, Providence, all, I mean, I, I think that half of the bracket could be pretty open, so – Really, if you were going to be in that same kind of have a similar draw, you just you just might get Purdue around earlier, and if you beat them, you take over their seed line anyway. So the Duke th- the Duke thing's interesting because at one point this year you were like, "Give me Duke!" Like they mm-hmm. they're struggling, but now now they're healthy. Yeah, 
Yeah, but at one point they were talking about how Carolina might miss, Kentucky might miss, and Duke might Duke, miss. Yeah, yeah. You know. And obviously Carolina missed. <laughs> so we got that out of the way. And then took their ball and went home. Not going to the NIT. Going to work on next year. Feels like that's a slap in the face to the guys who will be leaving after this season. So, I don't know. They might have talked to the team. Yeah, that was probably – honestly, it was probably a team vote. Yeah, but – well, that says a lot about kids these days, that they would vote to just not even play in the NIT if it was a team vote. I don't know how I'd feel At about that as a play. Tennessee yeah. fan, but if I'm a North Carolina fan, I'm, I think I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I don't know. Would y'all want to see the, this Tennessee team play more basketball if they had missed the tournament in no. the NIT? We made the tournament, and I barely want to see it. <laughs> you might have got. We're a four seed, Eggman. Yeah, like, bowling would have got us. We're top game. sixteen, top four seed for the fourth time in the last five years. You're going to be sweating bullets at about ten forty-five come Thursday night. Ah, yeah, that'll be halftime. Will you be awake, Hickman? I'll just be those Jaeger yeah, bombs I'll catching be up to you. I got to work in a nap on Thursday. You have plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a nap from 7 In the old work day, come home. to 9.30. Eat dinner, play with the kids, and then still have three hours till tip-off. Yeah. You probably have to coach, don't you? You have softball? Yeah, no, not, not Thursday. Yeah, Thank goodness. Day. Yeah, it is spring break. No, the season hasn't started yet. Just a few practices. But uh, All right, so the East matches up with the South, where Alabama's the number one overall seed. They get uh, the winner of a playing game as well. Really, really good to see them battle through all that they've gone through and win the SEC tournament. That was just that was gutsy. Texas A&M Corpus Christi versus Southeastern Missouri State. Those boys from Corpus Christi can play. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Do you know where Corpus Christi is? Uh, it's uh, if you say in Texas, I'll no, kill you. <laughs> it, it's about as far south as you can go, right? It's pretty close. Yeah, Gulf side. Good call, Hickman. Uh, Maryland, West Virginia. Is Great the, red fishing there. Is the 8-9 game there. Uh, Maryland, West Virginia. That's a pretty good matchup. You got, And then you have uh, San Diego State versus College of Charleston, who Seth Davis said is going to beat San Diego State in that 5-12. Then you have Virginia Furman, which Virginia with their pack line style is playing Furman, who shoots a crap ton of three-pointers. So uh, not a great matchup for the Cavaliers. Um, we'll see Seth Davis – has already he already called called Charleston to the Sweet Sixteen. He said they would beat Furman in the round of thirty two. Hmm. That was uh quick. This was the first bracket that was revealed too, and he's already calling that. Uh Creighton events NC State in the six eleven game. So we get to see DJ Burns and the Wolfpack uh against one of the Rawr. weirder teams this season. Creighton. Rawr. Then uh Baylor What against- sound does a blue jay make? A blue jay? Is it like they're pretty mean? So they they, uh, make they are noise, mean. Yeah. They really? Are mean. Oh Not yeah, blue they're, jays are like they're the, the they're the domestic bird. terrorists of the of uh, the sky. Huh. Yeah. They attack other birds they're and bullies. they'll they push eggs out of other nests just to do it. Uh, Baylor's Ruthless. a three seed versus UCSB, the Gauchos, I think. Uh, in that one, and then bottom ha- uh, bottom half of the bottom half, Missouri versus Utah State, seven and ten, and Arizona's the two seed in that one against Princeton, the fifteen seed. So, like, I think, I think that, like, if we could have taken, which I think we had that slot for a while, if we could have been the three seed in the South, 
like in Baylor's spot there, mm-hmm. obviously that would have bumped Missouri somewhere else. I think actually maybe not because they're the seven. Uh, like I, I would they could have left in there. Yeah. I would have really rather played a team like a fourteen. Obviously, they'd be a lot weaker, and then you catch the six or eleven over a red hot Duke team. But that's what losing down the stretch cost you was that, that opportunity, and then a chance to go up against the two in the uh, Sweet 16 instead of the one. But All right, we'll, uh, we'll hit the, the other half on the flip side. Stick with us right here on 3 and Out. Hour 2 continues. Brought to you by the Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union. Check them out online at tvacreditunion.com. Lady Vols got a 14. Get to host. You know, we, didn't, we, ne- we never hosted when I was in college. Kind of glad. I heard it's a... You never yeah. hosted? What'd they do back... No, some uh, some teams did. We just never did. What? Weren't they always a one seed with you? Pretty much. Uh, Had to be, right? I think so. I didn't think they did that back in the day for women's basketball. Where did you guys go for NCAA tournament games? Uh, we went to Dayton, Pittsburgh. Uh, we were in an Elite Eight in Cleveland. But, like, first round was never in here? Knoxville? Mm-mm. Hmm. No. I don't think so. I feel like I would have remembered that. Hmm. Maybe they went away from it for a while and they decided to go back yeah. to letting the top seeds host. No, they get better crowds that way. Yeah. I'm trying to remember where. Who had a better regular season, would you say? Oh, the, uh, the men, I think. Well, yeah. Huh? Lady oh. Vols lost all their ranked games but one. Yeah, I they think. also only lost, what, two conference games? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Well, it was down SEC. Well, they lost to LSU, and then they beat LSU in the tournament, and then they lost to South Carolina twice. I think they had three losses. I think it was three. Well, well I mean. By the time the tournament. We had, ended. what, six? Seven? Uh, we were 11 and seven, right? Oh, wow. Well, they ended up in the same spot in the bracket. Yeah. I think I... Predicted us to be like thirteen and three in conference play. The men, yeah, yeah. This was they did not reach my. I also did not think, in fairness, that the SEC would be quite as good as they were this year. Like I didn't expect anything from Missouri. Definitely didn't expect to lose two to them. Uh, didn't expect to lose one to Vanderbilt. Um, God, I'm trying to remember who else. Auburn splitting Auburn. That's. That's not, not not the worst thing. I didn't think we'd lose two to Kentucky the way they started the season. Yeah, that's... Mm. That's a crazy season, we, a regular season we had. <laughs> just Considering who we beat. Yeah, the, the highs were so high, and then the lows were just 
bottom of the barrel. I was talking to Billy Stats when the bracket, or uh, I guess in between the championship game and the SEC and the bracket coming out, and it's like, you know, we we thought Tennessee, you know, might not be as good as they were kind of being talked about because the SEC, we play kind of the softer side of the schedule to start. But you had those wins against Kansas and Texas mm-hmm. that against, you know, the great Big 12 that everybody's still t- saying is the best conference. So, I mean – the team was able to do that, so I don't, I don't really think you could say we overrated the team at that point in the season. I mean, they had won all those games. Maybe overrated them by saying, you know, greatest team of all time. Well, that was definitely an. Over, I, I didn't mean that. Yeah, none yeah. of us rational people said that. Well, I mean, I, I've said it all season. I thought we'd be preseason like nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. We ended up preseason twelve. Got all the way up to two, which I never thought this team would accomplish. Um, and now we're fourteenth. The committee said you're fourteenth. Yeah, no. that's about. Yeah, kind of what you know. I thought we'd start around nineteen or twenty, and I thought we'd be a little bit better. As the season went on, but like when we, when we play after the Colorado game, did you think we'd beat Kansas? Do you think we'd win? No, the bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis. Uh, I sure did, especially didn't. not by 14. What was Kansas ranked when we beat them? Three, right? Ooh, I think so. Yep, three. And it's not like when you, you know, you lost to Arizona, but I mean, it's not like they blew you out of the bill. It, it's not like you had games where, like, oh man, we, we got lucky to beat Kansas. We no, got lucky go to beat the, the story after losing to Arizona, like a lot of the national guys, like Torres and some other people, were like, wow, like Arizona won, but I came away from that game being really, really impressed with Tennessee. Yeah. yeah. They also made 14 more free throws than you attempted. Yeah. I think that that was, it was, those were the two big takeaways. I mean, I remember after that game watching some of the, like, I guess it was ESPN. They were like, well, Tennessee uh, didn't get a benefit of the whistle tonight on the road in Arizona, but they fought hard to the bitter, you know, very end and all that. I was like, huh, normally I, I figured it'd be an Arizona pump fest, but it was really like a Tennessee got jobbed a little bit. Do you think, do you think our team is, is limited on like, high-end kind of ceiling personnel like we we don't have like you know nba lottery picks and and super talented athletic guy i mean we we we're pretty talented we have some athletic guys don't get me wrong but Mm -hmm. in in terms of like being like a final four team we don't have that type of ceiling so our guys started the year playing pretty close to their ceiling yeah whereas other teams especially this year like way up and way down right right so we were able to just win those games early and then as the season wore on other teams kind of get better and better and we just kind of stay the same like there's just no real way for us to to get any better like we played texas them and scored 82 and really had them beat even worse than the 11 point final way worse like that felt like maybe the best we can play and 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 so all we're doing the rest of the year is trying to play that well again and anytime we don't we might get beat I mean, you just look at the bracket. Look, I mean, what, did you beat two teams that are ones or something? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. A two, you know, like. Well, and, then, and then you beat Alabama in mid-February, too, which which kind of blew the With notion. With no Josiah and no Phillips. Yeah, blew the notion out of the water that you can't play that well again. Right. That you're, you're just falling off a cliff. You were at home, though. Yeah. Which appears to be. Texas was at home. A little bit of a bugaboo. Kansas was in that weird conference center. <laughs> so I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. But I. Just, I, I think maybe we like the warm weather. Maybe that's you know, mm, okay. maybe being in Orlando will be a really good thing for us. Captain Touchback wants to know how, what are your expectations now? 
<sighs> I mean, I mean, you should make the Sweet Sixteen. You're the four seed. No, I I get that, but <clears throat> I mean, you just heard me say that Duke is eighteen and one with their full roster, okay. which they now have. Eighteen and one. The only loss, a bad call at Virginia that I mean, lost them the yeah. game. I'm. I don't know that I can be because. This is, see, this is what I say over here. It is all about the draw. It's all about the draw. If we run up against the hot Duke team in round two, who pr- is good enough to be a two or a three seed, but they happen to be where they're at because of injuries earlier in the season, I mean, it's kind of like two teams going in opposite directions, right? They're getting their players back. We're losing Zakai. You know, they, the seeding falls to where we're matching up. and round, like If we lose to Duke, as, lo- as long as we don't get absolutely blasted, I'm not going to sit here and be like, well... Worst season ever. Yeah. Didn't didn't make expectations. Duke hasn't lost since February 11th. That that conference sucks. I'm not ready to give them too much credit yet. That's true. The wins were over Notre Dame, Syracuse, and Louisville. All those teams outside the top 120 in the Kim Palm at the time, or, or right now. Virginia Tech 81. They did beat NC State and North Carolina to end the regular season. But again, those teams are in the 40s and 50s for Kim Palm. Then they beat Pitt. Miami and Pitt's good. Miami's good. And Virginia to win the ACC championship. Virginia's obviously good. So they're on. They're they're projected to beat Oral Roberts by three. Duke is. I didn't realize it was that close. You don't want any of Oral Roberts either. I, th- <laughs> well, I think I think it, you're better off just taking Duke <laughs> and just see. We'll see how it plays out. Oral Roberts has. The Can we get by longest. Louisiana first? Yeah, Oral Roberts has the nation's longest win streak. They are thirty and four. They have not lost since January the 9th, to, uh, which was to, to New Mexico. And if you don't count that one, their last loss before that, November the 22nd. Their losses are two. Get this. St. Mary's, they're a five seed. Houston, they're a one seed. Uh, Utah State, can't remember uh, if they made the tournament or not. New Mexico, and that's it. Obviously, they didn't really play anybody else, but... And of course, they have one of the best players in the country too. Usually, teams like that kind of have to. You remember Max Amos from their Sweet Sixteen run a couple of years ago? No. Oh, he's still there. Good. Good yeah, man. he's. Uh, They've been to a Sweet Sixteen more recently than we have. He's shooting thirty-eight percent from three on two hundred and seventy-eight attempts. Chris, twenty-two, four and four a game. Oh. <laughs> He's six foot. Be nice to have Zakai. Yeah, it would be on, that nice to have him there. If that's yeah. the way that goes. Yeah. So, a likely path to the championship game would be Louisiana, uh huh, Duke, yeah, Memphis, Kentucky, Alabama. Sign me up. That would be a fun ride, boys. Kentucky's That'd not be... beating us three times in a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough to beat a team three times. Kentucky's not getting past pro. Hour two continues. All yeah, phone this, calls. This, this is the song that really, really gets tells the tale of our show. Mm-hmm. 
Hickman. It's fire. It's fire. Well, I'm sold. Check out Big Orange Phillies. Uh, I don't know if they're going to... I guess I'll have to check and see if they're going to stay well, up until late, midnight Late on night Thursday. watch party. Grief. I was thinking... The game should tip off on time-ish, right? Because th- did they stagger? Um... Well, no. What time does that game start? No, it's it's seven ten. Okay, okay. Yeah, and And we're nine forty. Yeah, it it should be close. Uh, No, it'll be it'll be it'll be a little later. Oral Roberts are close, right? With our luck, triple overtime. I mean, if that game is perfectly on time, we will be perfectly on time. But it will probably run a little over. They've all they've all run over nine ten or something. At least they give you that. Right. Yeah. They do have the thirty minute warm up in there. That's what I was going to ask. Is it thirty? Okay. I think so. Because there were some weird things at the SEC tournament. They said it was supposed to be 35. Okay. It was not 35 minutes between the end of uh, Bama, Mississippi State, and our game. There's no way. It was less? Had to be. And I think they set halftime for only 15 minutes. Isn't that normal? I thought halftime was 20. Maybe that. Maybe I'm wrong. That does seem really long for a... I think it's ba- 15. Okay, okay. I think... Uh, I don't know why this is sticking out in my head, but I'm for some reason. I thought it was thirty or thirty-five. I think twenty. I thought twenty-five was the minimum they could have. Okay, maybe that's for a it. warm-up. Gotcha for for a college basketball. So if game. they have thirty to thirty-five, you might get it for think, TV purposes. I think twenty-five is okay, and and maybe it's different for the NCAA tournament. Well, the NCAA tournament is just the it, it's so weird as a team. Yeah, I want to say that might be back from when I was in, in college you know I was at a D3 school but you had to have 25 like that was the minimum mm-hmm. so like uh, you know back they didn't always play a lot of times our games were sing, you know just a singular men's game but but occasionally they'd have a women's game and then a men's game or they mm-hmm. even have we even had a JV team even in college because it was you know all uh, non-scholarship stuff so sometimes if you if you had a game before it you had to have 25 minimum I don't know where that came from, and it might be different now. But, but yeah, the the way they did the SEC tournament schedule and these NCAA is that there's that a game should be two hours, and there's there's a thirty minute window in between. So Duke and Oral Roberts is a seven ten tip time. That's why we're nine forty. I believe I have all that right. All right, mm-hmm. let's go to the big artillery phone lines. We've got Matthew up next. What's up, buddy? You're on three now, gentlemen. It's here. Madness. <laughs> it's it's here. Yay. Uh don't lie, Houston. You've got the balls in your final four. You're the king of optimism. I have not filled out a bracket yet. I doubt I will have the balls going to the final four. <laughs> but I hope I it happens. You know what's funny? I uh we were chatting in our Murfreesboro group chat and I thought about this. You know how we kinda I'm I'm victim of doing this, Nate, but you know how we kinda give Quanzo a hard time for that Sweet 16 run because he played Mercer, because he played all those weak teams, but would that Sweet 16 run with Tennessee if we made it this year, would that be tainted if we played teams like Oral Roberts and Memphis? No, not Memphis. I don't think. I don't... I I don't really... I guess that would be the Sweet 16 game. That run also felt a little more like a a big run because you won a play-in game. Yeah, you won an extra game. I don't I've never really 
I don't really think I discount the run with that team by who they beat. I just discount it because they weren't very good during the season. I mean, they, interesting. Like, I mean, that's part of the tournament. You know, you get you get a better draw sometimes. Sometimes you get a worse draw. Like that's well, that just, that team should have been a much higher seed. Yeah, if I mean, they, they played what they, they were capable of playing. They could have played better during the regular season. But uh, but no, I I think uh, I think since then too, we've realized how good these mid major teams are mm-hmm. because. I remember uh, there was a coach, I think it was Gary Williams when he was at Maryland, was before, even before he won the national championship. They drew, like, College of Charleston. They were, like, a three. And College of Charleston was, like, a 14 seed. And they were, they were like, 30 and two. And their two losses were to, like, North Carolina and South Carolina, both back in, like, November. They won <laughs> yeah. every game. And they asked him about it, and he was like, they were, they were like, they asked, they were like, he's like, how did they get a 14? This seems to be like a seven. Like, this yeah, makes no yeah. sense. And they were like, well, they haven't beaten anybody. They, like, they didn't have any big wins, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah but how do you know they wouldn't have? If they, right, you know, like, right. you know, so, like, Oral Roberts hasn't really beaten anybody great, but they hadn't really had the opportunity. Any, yeah, right. I mean, so who knows? I mean, if they come out and dominate Duke and then Tennessee beats them, it, it, Looking back on it, it won't seem as impressive, but it really it, it really should be. It really doesn't matter. Well, I think you brought up a great point because I think there's a lot of good mid-major teams that you're able to watch now. You know, Brett said right before break, I mean, Kentucky may lose to Providence, and that honestly wouldn't surprise a lot of fans. No, not me. Well, and hell, like Louisiana, if they beat Tennessee, I mean, they've got a five-star – they have a five-star player on their team. Like it used to be, that kid's just still on the bench at Arizona. Yeah, you know, now he's and going somewhere else and playing. Problems. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess this is something interesting. They were talking about um, Jeff Goodman is a, a beat writer for Twitter and the CBS Sports writing, and he had a great comment about one of the matchups potentially happening, and it's the Iowa Auburn game. It's mm-hmm. down in Birmingham. I didn't realize this, but if Auburn wins that game versus Iowa, they would probably have a home court advantage versus Houston, and that would be a very good upset watch to look for. That Iowa-Auburn game is going to be fascinating. Auburn plays really good defense. Iowa can get super hot, super quick. But that, And then that would all... I mean, it's funny because it's almost like that's the test for Houston. Like, okay... If you get to the Final Four, which they're kind of expected to do, they have the best odds, it's going to be in Houston. It will be a home atmosphere in the Final Four for the Cougars. So they kind of gave him this little, well, we're going to see if you could potentially play Auburn basically on the road as kind of a test. That was an interesting little scoop by the NCAA. It's going to be interesting, honestly. I'm looking at our matchup again, and I just, I mean, I don't even – we should take care of Louisiana Lafayette, but I'm almost. Would you almost want to play Duke over Oral Roberts? Because everything I've heard from Billy and Jordan is how great Oral Roberts is. But didn't they also lose to Houston like 84 to like 45? Hmm. 83 45. Yep. I mean, that was November the 14th. Yeah. But yeah, they did. Yeah. I mean, pick your poison. I mean, they're two, two different teams. I mean, I know they got. Duke's got a really good post game, and. Roberts has a really good guard play, so pick your matchup, I guess, is what you want to look for. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I, I don't have the balls going very far. I think I have a round of 32 and then out to Duke. So even even the Sheep can see the, the writing on the wall, but I don't know. Wow. It'll be interesting it's to say. Sad, sad day when Matthew. Yeah, I, I would. I will. I will take Oral Roberts if I have to pick. Just, just. I. I mean. 
Duke is is still Duke. I mean, they still got talented players. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I'll 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 take I'll I always take the ups the Cinderella team. I think over the over the blue blood for a matchup. I mean, if our guys see Oral Roberts, like come on, like you got to got to step up and take advantage of of catching a lower seed. And you make, only make think about 16. it this much because it's March. If this was three four weeks ago, if somebody said, "Hey, you want to play Duke or Oral Roberts?" Smarts, like, give me Oral Roberts ten times out of ten. Yeah. But it's March now, so every decision means something. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, I'll give you back some time. The last thing I'll say is um, y'all keep an eye on Adam Hickman. He may be uh, he may be wanted for murder because uh, the positivity train has to play Pittsburgh, and if they win that matchup, they got to play the Cyclones. And the last thing I want to see is a, a sad positivity train. Thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Iowa State's not losing their first game. I don't care who they're playing. Pittsburgh just lost to Duke by forty. Really? Oh, it was a bloodbath. Yikes. Didn't realize it was quite that bad. Yeah. Mm. All right, we'll come back. Final segment, hour two next. Does your business need storage space? Do you need someone to safely deliver your product to you or your customers? With almost 40 years in the industry, East 10 Warehouse and Distribution is the preferred source for third-party logistics. Our solutions include warehousing, inventory management, order fulfillment, pick-and-pack services, and cross-dock services. Contact East 10 Warehouse and Distribution at 865-521-6143 or visit them online at east10warehouse.com. Matlock Tire, East Tennessee's number one tire service and auto repair shop since 1953. Matlock means auto service you can trust. At Matlock, they don't just do tires, they also do oil changes, brake repair, wheel alignments, and more. Visit one of their five locations in Farragut, Miraville, Lenore City, Athens, and Harding Valley. You can schedule your service online today at matlocktireservice.com. Modern convenience, hometown service, Matlock Tire Service and Auto Repair. Or a home equity line of credit. At Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union, our loan officers will help you get through the entire home buying process, as well as help you pick the right type of real estate loan at the best rate for you. Home loan or a HELOC? You don't have to decide on your own. Let Knoxville TVA Employees Credit Union help. Learn more at tvacreditunion.com. Join us. Join us now. Equal housing opportunity lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Some restrictions may apply. Looking for a great spot to watch the big game with friends and family? Check out Big Orange Phillies 6625 Maynardville Pike and Halls. The perfect place for a quick lunch or burgers and beers with friends after work. Plus, if you're looking for fun to go along with the food and beverage, Big Orange Phillies has all your favorite bar games, including pool, darts, karaoke, and live music on the weekends. Check out their menu as well as a full calendar of all their events online at BigOrangePhillies.com. Your pet is an important part of your family, and when he or she is ill, you want the best medical care available. The vets and staff at Admiral Vet are ready to provide your pet with cutting-edge veterinary medical care. From wellness exams and vaccines to advanced diagnostics and complex surgical procedures, your dog, cat, or ferret will receive high-quality care at Admiral Vet. Located at 204 North Watt Road, give them a call, 865-675-1833. That's Admiral Vet and online at AdmiralVet.com. Guys, I've got to talk to you about Gramco. Gramco is a leader in the hemp derived Delta 8 industry. It's 100% legal, and they have some phenomenal products that you need to try. Need a boost to start your day? Their wake and bake coffee is spectacular, and their gummies, the best on the market. And right now, they're running an exclusive offer for fan-run listeners. 
Go to thegramco.com. Use the promo code VOLS25 for 25% off your order. No medical card is needed. Shipping is quick and discreet. Must be 21 or older to try. Again, promo code is VOLS25 at thegramco.com. Final segment, hour number two. Appreciate the phone calls on the Big Orange Philly phone line. Check out Big Orange Phillies in halls, Maynardville Pike. Watch the NCAA tournament games there. I hadn't really looked at the schedule much. I mean, I know obviously we're Thursday. I was excited we were Thursday. I hate waiting until Friday. But then we got the, the 940 draw. I also hate the Sunday games in the round of 32 if you mm. win your first round game if you play on Friday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just prefer Saturday. Who well, wants to stress over a Tennessee game on a Sunday? Well, you got the Thursday-Saturday schedule. Uh, the tournament starts on Tuesday, tomorrow night, 6.40 p.m. on True TV with Southeast Missouri State and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. And then uh, the you know the big game of the evening with the power teams, Pitt versus Mississippi State, 11 versus 11 playing game at 9-10 on True TV. And that, that if game... If you're a six seed waiting for that 11, do you want to know your opponent by now, or are you happy to wait for the 11 versus 11 game? I think you hate... Wait, I think you'd rather know the team and I know the not... Co- well, the coaches are going to scout both. Yeah, but, but, but I don't think you want them to get in a rhythm two days before. Mm-hmm. It helped us that one year yep. when we yep. went on our run. Yeah, that's what Matthew was talking about. Yeah. I, I think it definitely did. Um, I, 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 If I'm a one seed, I don't even like the 16, you know, getting a win. There's just – I feel like when you go to the NCAA tournament, especially when it's these 16 seeds, for most of those kids, the first time they've ever done it. So there's this – you know, there's – you've ever done anything like that where you've made – um, like you've advanced to something that it's, it's kind of like past your goal. There's that. There's new surroundings. There's there's all this stuff. I mean, I don't know. I, the year I was playing, uh, like twelve year twelve year old, uh, you know, all star baseball, and we're you know we're on the path the little league world series, you know, and you start mm-hmm. and you, we play our little uh, our like regional tournament, you know, we won every game. We didn't even it was double elimination. Won every game. Like champions, you know, like oh, this is awesome, you know, great season, won a, won our, won this first championship. Now we're going to like the, you know, whatever, like the, like they're, I don't know, the bigger, the like whatever regional, it's you know, for the whole state, and you get there and you just play like ass, because <laughs> because it's like it's a new place, you're playing better teams, and you just don't even like can't get in a rhythm. Like I, I would rather just play a team right out of the gate that has not played a tournament game yet. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah, not to mention you got to scout both. Teams. I was gonna say you have a more prepared scout. Yeah, you don't like. I'm looking at the because I think back to that run that Conzo had. Like that whole season, we knew this team could be a lot better than they played. Then they beat Iowa in overtime, I think, 
They gain a little bit of confidence, and at that point, Josh Richardson really starts to come on, and it's almost like they found what their identity should have been all season in that opening round game against Iowa. And that team was talented enough that once they figured it out, they were very, very dangerous. I have not watched Pitt this year, but I could see Mississippi State. like The winner of that game could be one of those type teams that quote-unquote figures it out and then is able to go on a run. I guess you could say, say the same about Arizona State and Nevada. Like We talked about Nevada. I feel like they were a potential matchup for us at one point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if one of those teams – and I, I don't know what their injury situation is, but like, let's say yeah. they're getting a player back or they've been trying to get a player back and he's 100% healthy, they get a game to kind of work out the kinks, get hot, they could go on a run for sure. I'm the, the 16 is not so much, but right, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wednesday games, 6:40, True TV, Fairleigh Dickinson, and Texas Southern, and then 9:10, Nevada, and Arizona State. So those are your first four, first four set up there. And then uh, Thursday, if you're thinking about, you know, where you're going to go for lunch and start watching, uh, watching games, maybe Big Orange Phillies and Halls, hmm. Manorville Pike, we'd recommend there. Um, the first game on Thursday to really kick off the big dance is a 12-15 CBS game, a good one. West Virginia and Maryland in mm-hmm. an 8-9 game. So that's it's a good one to start there. On True TV at 12-40 at Furman in Virginia. That's one I'm interested in. Um, and then at 1-40, Utah State against Missouri in a 7-10 game. That's on TNT. And then the first number one CD to be in action is at 2 o'clock on TBS. It's Kansas against Howard. And then you have Alabama – Starting right after that at 2:45 against uh, the play-in winner that they'll face, and then 3:10 you got Charleston San Diego State, another uh, potential hot upset pick there, and then Arizona Princeton at 4:10, hmm. Illinois Arkansas 4:30, eight nine game that could be pretty good. Yep, and then to start the evening window, a really good one Auburn and Iowa 6:50 on TNT. Followed by Oral Roberts and Duke starting at 710. Colgate and Texas, 725. Hmm. Boise State and Northwestern, 735. Northern Kentucky and Houston, 920. Tennessee, Louisiana, 940. <laughs> and it uh, could be worse. It could be Texas A&M, Penn State, 955. And then if you want to watch the Drew Pember show, you're staying up really late. UNC Asheville versus UCLA at 1005. Projected nope. tip time. Well, I mean, I'll be up, I guess. One of the best players in the country, <laughs> I'll at Chris. least get to keep an eye on it in the top left of my screen as they have the scores updating mm-hmm. in real time. Yep. Got to go two TVs, man. Maybe four. I'll pull it up on the app or something. Don't forget the CBS March Madness app. You can watch any game at any time for up go. to like an hour. And then it resets then you, then or something like that. sign into your cable provider. Yeah, and you're something good to like go. that. And you got to watch a billion Coke Zero ads. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the only commercial. It's actually pretty good. Their app's pretty good. It, it really no, it's is. really good. Yeah. It, it's up there with like the Masters app. <laughs> yeah, just start digging for that now if you have it out there. <laughs> right, yeah, go ahead and get it app. downloaded because it really is a crime against hum- humanity that I'm not to watch Tennessee and Louisiana and can't watch A and M Penn State. Uh, but, yeah. Do you have a phone and a computer? Yeah, or? but I want all my attention on the Vols. But that I think that's the best first round matchup. What Penn State, A and M? Oh yeah. Nine fifty-five. No problem. The Vols uh, right now a ten and a half point favorite. Seems high. Uh, I, yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, 
I mean, I'm kind of leaning towards I think Tennessee will take care of business. Oh, but, really? But uh, that's just my Monday feels. I don't know. Might change. I'm going to get a little nervous. Uh, that, that orange blood flowing over yeah. there? I'm about to be dangerously shuffle. optimistic about the postseason run here. I'm ready. Yeah. Of all people, you? Like I, I, I'm getting sucked in. Yeah. Is it because it's, it's tournament time and it's now or never? I, I think we're going to make the Sweet 16. I would lock that in right now, actually. Sweet 16. And I really don't have faith in Purdue to even be there. Okay. Memphis FAU winners is there, you think? Uh, Yeah. I, I, would, I think Memphis beats Purdue. Okay. You heard it here first. Really? I, Will we beat Memphis? Just, uh, oh, gosh. gosh. Kendrick Davis versus us. Penny goes to the lead eight. On our backs. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've just been handing out you know, I know. tickets. You see Zach Eady spent like 17 seconds in the paint yesterday in the championship game and never left, and they didn't call it? No. Dude, they, they have not. I haven't seen a three-second call all year. I think I saw one against Tobey, <laughs> like in a game that didn't matter. Naturally. Yeah, I mean, in like early in the season. I think we were up by 25 or something. It really didn't matter. But, uh, I mean, you, you just can't beat these this those these two days of the year for sports they're the best yeah i mean i'm just looking at the friday schedule it's we'll run that down next it's it's just good game after good game gonna be fun to watch and and the ones you think will be good will be terrible and the ones you think have no shot will be go down the wire team will get up 20 and the other team will come back it'll be it'll be madness we'll kick off hour three next